Welcome to She Decided to Run Her Way podcast, created for aspiring female runners who are tired of running in circles with the perfectionist and critical chatter swirling around in their heads, whispering, you're not a real runner. You're too slow. You're not thin and fast like that girl. Well, it's time to shut that chatter out, quit chasing someone else's pace, and start running perfectly imperfect as you. My name is Pamela Otero. I'm a certified running coach and personal trainer, and each week I'll be sharing practical running strategies and mindset shifts to help you let go of the pressure to perform, discover ways to run more, struggle less, and make it easy, while embracing your running pace and learning how to run your way. If you're a female runner or one in the making, then grab your running shoes, lace up, and listen in. Well, hello, hello. Happy Tuesday to you if you are listening to this episode on the day that it is released. And if it is not a Tuesday and you are listening in, well, I hope you are still having a happy day today. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about a free running resource that I have, the Ultimate Running Starter Kit. Um, In this resource, there is a section that I will be discussing with you today as it relates to our episode, The Five Myths Runners Believe About the Running Interval Method and Why They're Mistaken. But also to let you know that there's more running goodness inside this starter kit, and I know you will find it super helpful for your running. So run on over to my website, which is PamelaOtero.com after listening to this episode, and then go ahead and snag it, and you'll find it right at the top of my homepage. But I will be discussing some of what's in that starter kit with you today. So um, I wanted to talk with you about the five myths runners believe about the running interval method and why they're mistaken. I'm going to be debunking those five myths for you happily. And I will also be explaining how adopting this unconventional way of running can prove to get you running more, get you making running easier, easier, reduce your running injuries, and really get you running faster, further for many, many years to come. And who doesn't want to have all that with their running, right? So back in episode one, I shared with you the moment that I decided to run my way. And I mentioned in that episode that I discovered a way after struggling for many years, I I discovered a way that worked for me and has continued to work for me for the last 19 years. And that way of running is the running interval method. And today I wanted to um, obviously debunk some of the myths that are out there. But before I get into that, I wanted to just explain to you what the running interval method is, if you're not familiar with it, and kind of just tell you briefly what it is and um, you know where it came about originally, and then we'll get into the five myths that I mentioned. So 
If you are somebody that's not familiar with the running interval method, basically it's a way of running that you use when you're training and also when you're racing. And when I say racing, I don't mean competitive racing. Um, I mean, you could use it and be competitive, but you know, I, I use that term um, if you are somebody that likes to sign up for a race and go complete um, a certain distance at a organized race um, around the, you know, the country, around the world. So this way of running is a way that you train with your running and a way that you race with your running. So it's not something that you do to prepare you for the race. And at the starting line, then you kind of throw all your training out the window, which believe me, some people do that not very smart, (laughs) but the running interval method is a way of running. It's just a way of running. And so basically after you warm up by, you know, doing your walking, which I highly encourage folks to do is walk five minutes before they get into their run, you um, incorporate intervals, which is a portion of time that you're running. And then a portion of time that you do a recovery walk break and you just alternate back and forth during your entire run. And then obviously you complete your run and then you do your five minute cool down and then your um, static stretches and then you're on your way. But um, it is a specific interval that is based on a time trial that you would perform at a track if you are into road running or on a trail if you're a trail runner. And with my clients, you know, I have a specific warm up, I have some specific drills, I give an explanation of how you do the time trial, and all of that is in the ultimate running starter kit that I mentioned a moment ago. All the details and all the step-by-steps are in there. But basically, you do a time trial, whether it's at a track or on a trail, and um, the time trial is a mile. And after you've done the specific warm up and the drills, and then you time yourself for the time trial, and then you do the specific cool down, you then take that time trial, that one mile time, and based off the distance that you're training for, whether it's a 10K, a half marathon, a marathon, there's a calculation that you make to actually give you your interval, so your specific running interval. So for me, I use um, a 2.30 and 45. So I run for two and a half minutes, and then I do a brisk, quick recovery walk for 45 seconds. Now, when I'm trail running, I actually shorten my interval just because trail running is a lot more demanding on the body. And so I shorten my interval when I run trails, but when I'm on the road, I'm roughly about a two and a half, um, and 45, that's my interval. So, um, if you want the specifics on that, like I mentioned, head on over to my website, PamelaOtero.com. Right at the top, you can snag the Ultimate Running Starter Kit. And in there, along with some other great other information, um, there are the details about how to determine your baseline running interval. And so I go over that in detail. But as I mentioned to you in the previous episode, I had made the decision back in you know, 2003 that I was going to find a way to run my way and do something different because what I was 
was doing at the time just wasn't working. And so back then I came across Jeff Galloway and he is the person that created the run, walk, run method back in 1973. And so I'd come across his method. Um, If you're not familiar with who Jeff is, he's a former Olympian. He was on the 1972 uh, U.S. Olympic team. He's an author of many running books and he often contributes um, to runner's world. So he's pretty well known, pretty well respected in the running industry, but he was the one that created the run, walk, run method. And since using it for years, you know, I have, and I'll talk about that in a bit, I've made some modifications. And so I call it the running interval method. So I started experimenting with his running method back in, you know, 2003, 2004, I fell in love with the method. And at the time that I was experimenting with it, I was also working with my dad to organize races. I also mentioned this in previous um, episodes, but we were organizing our annual New Mexico marathon and I was you know, working on the marathon expo at the time and trying to um, find some speakers for our expo. And so I had reached out to Jeff out um, in Atlanta and asked if he would be one of our, um, you know, expert speakers at the marathon expo. And um, he kindly agreed, which was fantastic. And um, he came out to Albuquerque for our marathon and he spoke to all the runners that came from all over the country, all over the world. And, um, they had an opportunity to talk with him and hear from him. And so it was pretty awesome. But I also had a chance then to talk with him. And I didn't realize um, that we did not have one of his national training programs in our state. So I had asked him if I could start one here in New Mexico, which I did. So about late 2007, I think it was early 2008, somewhere around there, I had become Jeff's program director and I I led his national training program, the Run, Walk, Run Method, um, here in my state. And so I did that for a few years, and I had an opportunity to learn directly from him and really understand the method and the philosophy. And so it was a great experience. And then unfortunately, in 2010, I went through a divorce, and um, my kids were super little, four and two, and I had to step away from from coaching and, and doing some things because just life you know, was just turned upside down. So I walked away, I stepped away from, you know, leading his national program and kind of um, got my life in order. And then I later went on to open up a uh, fitness studio. So I had um, a private um, fitness studio where we offered um, indoor cycling, spin classes, yoga, strength and conditioning, personal training, all that sort of thing. And so I was an instructor, a certified personal trainer, and so I had incorporated um, everything that I had learned from Jeff and his run, walk, run method and my experience as a personal trainer and fitness instructor, and um, then later got my certification um, as a running coach. I had incorporated um, both, you know, the running philosophy and also 
the strength and conditioning classes and yoga classes and added in some workshops and clinics with other experts. And so that is, you know, today that's part of my holistic running philosophy and approach to my, my coaching. And when I say holistic, it's with a W. So I have incorporated all those other pieces to my running and my training, as well as my coaching because of my, (laughs) my experience that I shared with you in the last episode. And so, you know, that was kind of the story about how I came to use the run, walk, run method And, you know, because I made some modifications to, um, Jeff's program, you know, I changed the name to the running interval method and that's the term that I use. And so, like I said, I added in those cross training components, um, stretching, you know, all sorts of other things that have really been beneficial for, you know, the runners that I coach and myself, but I also, um, made some modifications, slight modifications to the long run training paces. And so Jeff really likes runners on their long run to specifically run two minutes um, slower than their estimated race pace. And so I allowed for a little bit more flexibility um, because I wasn't working directly for him. I didn't have to kind of babysit everybody and ensure that they were, you know, staying with that two minutes. And so I allow people, you know, a minute, you know, 30 seconds slower, just a little bit more relaxed, definitely on a longer training run. And so I adjusted things there. And then I also just made some slight adjustments to the intervals because I found that some of the really short intervals, like a 15 and 30 or a 20 and 40, um, there were too many transitions going back and forth between running and walking. And a lot of my runners found it really difficult to transition smoothly. And it was just a little bit too choppy and inefficient. So I made some adjustments to the intervals and I don't use that short, you know, short, short intervals like that, unless it's, you know, 20 seconds of a run and then, you know, maybe a minute of walking. So I don't tend to use the really super short intervals for, um, you know, distance running. So, you know, this is the method that has proven successful for me over the years, like I said, and um, for those that I have coached, I've coached now over 800 runners, somewhere around there since, you know, working for Jeff back in 2007, 2008. But it's also been really successful for my dad. And um, I find it really funny for those of you that listened to episode one, I shared with you, um, you know, about my dad. And um, my dad actually was open enough to try this running interval method. And funny little story before we get into the five myths, I promise I'll get there. But um, back in 2010, my family, there was about, I think six of us, we went to Phoenix, Arizona to run the PF Chang's rock and roll half marathon. And so, um, my dad was open to trying the interval method. I just said, please just try it, you know, just follow, follow all the specifics that I give you and, and try it the right way. And mind you, he was injured. So, um, that was, I think also the reason he was open to trying the running interval method, but, um, he had always trained his younger sister to run marathons. So he had also helped her, um, with her running. And so they had this friendly competition out in Arizona in 2010, and they were pretty similar in pace. Um, but my dad used the running interval method and my aunt, 
just ran consistently ran straight. And so she was sure that she was going to beat him during this half marathon. And so when they finished the half marathon, my dad actually came in, I think it was two to three minutes, maybe even four um, faster than she did. And he had used the running interval method and she had not. And so it was just really funny. You know, we had a great time with the whole family doing um, the half marathon, but it was just a really fun competition. And it was just proof there specifically with my dad that you actually can run faster using um, recovery walk breaks consistently throughout your training and throughout your, you know, your racing, your run. Um, So, you know, there you go. It, uh, it definitely worked for my dad and, um, it was just really fun. So I just thought I'd share that story with you, give you a little backstory on the running interval method and a little bit about Jeff Galloway. So, you know, um, where I'm coming from with my coaching and my experience, but I want to get into now the five myths that many runners have about the running interval method. And if you are somebody that just is not open to even exploring or learning about it, I would, I really want to encourage you to just continue to listen in and, um, snag my, my little, uh, running resource, the ultimate running starter kit, even if you're not starting from scratch and, you know, go through my instructions and try it out and give yourself some time to experiment with the interval method and your runs. And just over time, look at your mile splits and look at your consistency over time. If you are, you know, going out for longer runs. And so I would hope, you know, you would just stick with me for a bit as I I go through these five myths and, you know, maybe you will learn, you know, one or two bits of information that could help you with your running. And maybe you might even be open to, you know, trying it out and, uh, just trying something different. But if you are new to running, um, I really want you to listen in and, um, I hope that you gain some, some, you know, good running tips from this episode here. So what are the five myths that I'm going to go over? Um, myth number one is the running interval method is used to get you to eventually run constantly. Myth number two, the running interval method, it's only used by slow runners. Number three is you're not a real runner if you use it. Myth number four, you can't get faster using this method. And myth number five, it's meant for speed work, not distance running. And so those are the five myths that I'm going to briefly debunk um, and go through. And the first one is it's meant to eventually run straight. And like I said in the beginning of this episode, it actually is not. You know, some people choose to use the running interval method or use Jeff's run, walk, run method as a way to build up their endurance and then eventually run um, constantly. I do feel that a lot of people think that that's what they have to do because they can't call themselves a runner if they use the interval method, which um, is one of the other myths. But um, it's not meant, it was never meant and created to be a temporary solution solution to your running. Now you can, I mean, you can choose to do that if that's something that you want to, but it was never meant for that. So the run, walk, run method and the running interval interval method that I use, it's something that I have used 
like I said, for the last 19 years, it's the way in which I run and I absolutely love my running more because of it. So you can, um, use this as just a new way of running. And, um, I just feel that we need to get rid of all this unnecessary pressure that is in the running industry and community that, you know, kind of makes people think that they are disqualified by walking, you know, by incorporating any walk breaks and they can't call themselves a runner. And I just, I absolutely don't agree with that. And it's not true. So, um, myth number two, it's only used by slow runners. And that is not true at all. As a coach, I have coached many runners who you may consider to be fast. And I think that fast is all relative. What, you know, my pace might be fast to you. It might be slow to you. Um, your pace might be fast to me, or you may think that it's slow for you. But um, I really don't even like to use the word slow. I say that we have fast runners and we have relaxed runners. And so a lot of people think that only people that are slow or only people that are heavier or overweight use the running interval method. And it's absolutely not true because I have coached runners that are lean and thin and eight minute mile runners for, for marathon, half marathon distances. And there are people that many would consider fast that use this method of running. So I want to encourage you and let you know that it's not just slow runners. Um, it's all runners that can use this method. Now, number three, myth number three, I've touched on this a bit. You're not a real runner if you use it. And that's just a bunch of crap. Who made up the rules? Who said that you're a real runner if you do X, Y, and Z? There is nobody making up these rules. There is no judge and um, there are no, you know, rules being created that you have to follow. You can choose to run your way and you can choose to do that in a way that feels good for you. So um, I just feel that there are there are a segment of runners who tend to be a little elitist and pretentious and judgy. And those are usually the people that say that. And unfortunately, there's a lot of newer runners that hear from those types of runners and it just makes them feel crappy. And so you are a real runner if you choose to use this interval method. I consider myself a runner and I've been a runner, like I said, since I was very young and this is the way in which I do it. And so anybody that wants to run can run and you can choose to run however in the heck you want to. Nobody gets to tell you what to do. They are not the boss of you. So moving on to myth number four, you can't get faster with this method. Not true. Again, this is not true in my personal experience, my coaching experience, season after season with the runners that I have coached, many, many of them have shown faster times with their time trial when they redo the time trial each season. Their pace per mile has gotten quicker 
And because of that, they've been able to make modifications to their running intervals. So as you um, get faster time trials, when you do the calculation um, based off of the distance you're training for, as long as the distance stays the same, I mean, obviously there are different calculations for different distances, but your interval can change as your pace um, improves or as your pace changes. So a lot of times, you know, runners will get faster and then their interval will change from, let's just say a two minute run with a 45 second recovery walk to possibly a three minute run um, and so forth. So you can get faster using this method. I personally have in, in my years of running and I've coached many people that have as well. Now, the last myth that I want to go over is the running interval method is only meant for speed work. It's not meant for distance running, longer distances like the marathon or the half marathon. And that is also not true. Yes, there are types of speed work that people do using intervals, but the running interval method is not um, the same as this type of speed work. So you know, when you hear that, when you hear people doing speed work and doing intervals, they're doing a different type, a different structure to work out incorporating intervals. And it's not this running interval method that I'm talking with you today. But I also want to mention that for any of you that know ultra runners that run 30, 50, hundred mile runs, ultra runners and many marathoners use the running interval method naturally, um, specifically trail runners and ultra runners. They naturally incorporate intervals into their training and racing because they want to preserve the um, strength of their muscles um, with the distance that they're going, and they don't want to expend all of this energy um, going up, you know, you know, steep climbs on technical areas. They want to conserve the energy. They want to conserve their muscles ability to perform work for them so that they can actually complete the longer distances. And so by incorporating these um, brisk recovery walks, you're actually building in this recovery right away. You're preserving and conserving energy with your muscles. And so then your body is able to um, sustain the longer distances with consistent energy. And so you're not blowing, you know, all your energy out the window on some of these steep hills when you have, you know, many, many, many miles to go. So a lot of ultra runners naturally use the running interval method with those longer distances. And so, you know, those are the five myths that I really wanted to, you know, just debunk and let you know a little bit more about. If you are someone that is interested in running, if you're new and you're listening to this podcast right now, I want to encourage you to snag my ultimate running starter kit at my website, PamelaOtero.com. Go snag that. I promise you it's going to help you with also determining your baseline running interval, but some other things as well. It's going to make your running way more easy. You're going to be able to enjoy what you're doing and who doesn't want to make running easier for themselves, right? But on top of that, you're going to reduce your injuries because you're going to be reducing that repetitive um, impact by incorporating those recovery walks and you can get faster. If that is your goal to get faster um, or run further, you can run further and get faster by using the running interval method. So I would highly encourage you to explore this way of running. Give it a fair shot. Don't judge it before you try it. Um, 
But really, go snag my Ultimate Running Starter Kit. I hope that you found value in this episode today and you have a little bit better understanding of what the running interval method is. And I hope that you will go and you know determine what your baseline running interval is if you're getting started and go start implementing that as soon as possible. But um, until next week, my friends... I am going to continue rocking out the running interval method on my weekly runs, and I hope that you choose to as well. But until I talk with you next week, I would love for you to go grab your running shoes, lace up, and enjoy the outdoors. 